Hi guys, I'm Kelly. And I'm Courtney, and we are the ladies behind Court and Kelly on Instagram and the founders of the lifestyle blog Mimosas in Manhattan. And we're back with another episode of So Random, and it's a very, very special episode because we are joined by one of our friends and fellow content creators, Lex of Lexicon of Style. Hi, oh Lex. I'm so happy to be here. It's been a while since I've been on the podcast, and I saw y'all like last week, but I already missed y'all so much. <laughs> We miss you. We are so excited to have you on today because we just got back from a week-long trip together and we just want to recap recap and giggle. But before we start, we'd love for you to give us a little background on the status of your current life and situation. You know why? Because I realized the last time we had you on the podcast was like, you dropped everything. You left New York. You just turned 30 and you were like, fuck it. I'm going to Cabo, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's two years ago, which is wild because I'm now 32 and Courtney is now 30. So you were where I was two years ago, where I literally just had been living in New York for nine years. And I had no plans of leaving permanently. I just was like, had like a quarter life crisis. And I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I'm moving to Cabo. I don't know anyone, but I'm going to go like find my best. I like eat, pray, love moment. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I moved to Cabo, put all my shit in storage, planning to come back. And I lived my best, like hot girl summer life, just was vibing, living on my own. She was and hot then, girling, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then I spotted a man from the distance, you know, on the first day I arrived and my mom was there with me and she immediately was like, no, no, no. Do not get involved with anyone that lives in your complex or condominium or whatever. And I was like, well, he cute or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And fast forward six weeks later, uh, we are pretty much dating. And now I have been dating this man for two years. So wild. But so, yeah, I love that your I love that your mom had all of the wisdom and you were like, no. Yeah. And the more you tell me no, the more I'm going to want it. That's just how I am. But we pretty much lived, like moved in together in Cabo after knowing each other like for a week and then have been traveling the world for two years. Um, We've been everywhere and gotten to travel a lot with y'all too, which has been so great and see y'all in New York. And then now we moved to Miami in like four days. (laughs) Oh my God. Miami, here we come. We decided on Miami because we both loved living in Mexico so much, but we can't really work from Mexico, like full-time lexicon and his work. And uh, we decided to try to find the halfway ground between Mexico and New York. And I really felt like that was Miami because of like the Latina culture there is so strong. And I'm closer to my besties in NYC. So I'm going to be like visiting all the time and y'all have to come visit me all the time. I feel like it's also going to be so much easier for you to travel here for work. And just because Lex is a content creator, like even getting product to you was so difficult when you were in Cabo. And so like being in Miami is just going to be, oh, (laughs) what? No, I'm laughing because I've had both of y'all like bring me my campaign. And I had one time Kelly get her nails done film her hand going to the liquor store, picking up this tequila that was only sold in America, then 
filling it up or emptying it out so then she could put it in her carry-on and then bring it to Mexico so I could shoot it. I mean, y'all did so much. It was so helpful, but it was unsustainable. Yeah, it was unsustainable, but it was a great, how long were you there? A year? Like two, like a year and a half in and out. Year and a half. I'd say probably like a year in its entirety. Oh, that's so amazing. I mean, you've just had so many adventures, I feel like, and I'm just so proud of you. Like, oh look God. at you now. I'm still homeless. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have your apartment. You're taking this next step in life, which I feel like is so important. No, I really appreciate that. I think, you know, we finally sent in like the official wire transfer, like literally yesterday. And we just like both looked at each other and we're like, oh my gosh, we have a home. And it's crazy to think I've David and I have been dating for two years and we've never really had a home base. We've done a lot of Airbnbs, So we end up at like furnished places, but now we're looking at furniture together, you know, making a home together. And y'all both know how that is. Like when you move in with your boyfriend and you have to make compromises on what you like and what you don't like so far, everything's been pretty smooth. Like, but it is really interesting to see or to start that process. Like I had never even lived with a guy until I lived with him and I was 30 and we like knew each other for a week. So like, I feel like there's been so many different like jumps and now we're like, this is, this is about time. It's about yeah. time to start this home together. And I'm so excited to see what your apartment's going to look like to see what both of your styles are. Cause as Courtney knows, I mean, I had, I still have trouble trying to figure it figure out this out well does does david care like is he more like he he's okay with you kind of taking control of like decor or how you want the apartment to look or is he wanting to have like a bigger part of that and is he behind you (laughs) i'm like no he's not behind me but he is behind all like the decisions that i make like he really but we really work together. Um, so everything we're looking at is kind of a group decision. Uh, he does have a really great eye. Like when I saw how he, the pieces he chose for his place in Cabo, I loved everything. And we both kind of have that more like natural, neutral look, but with um, pops of color. So I think it's going to be kind of that minimalism, but with little pops of eccentric pieces. But it's kind of fun like to have a partner that actually takes care and like want something to look aesthetically beautiful and if I'm being honest he is more organized and cleaner than I am so I'm sort of a hot mess and so he is like you know I really want to get these nice things but I also want to keep them organized and clean and I'm like I will work on that you know that's uh, that's a hint hint nudge nudge coming from him (laughs) (laughs) I did I did promise him I was like I will work on it exactly what that's pretty much the biggest update we're excited for Miami we're excited for y'all to come visit like y'all came to visit in Cabo um and I'm just happy to only be like two hours away from you as opposed to like three and a half hours or wherever I am in the world well that is so sweet of you Lex okay so let's jump into a little bit about our cruise what we were doing this past week so we were cruising with celebrity cruises they're incredible this was my and Kyle's third, second time, and then Kelly's second time, but my personal third time cruising with them. Ooh. And every single time it's just been incredible. And I feel like 
the service and everything is just so top notch. There's really not anything I could sit and complain about, but I definitely want to kind of recap the week and how much fun we had. Okay. Before we dive in, I feel like whenever I'm on TikTok, people are always asking questions about like brand trips and sponsor trips. And like, what does that mean? And like, how do you like, what's the background on all that? So let's go through a few quick fire round questions. Court, I'm going to start with you. What is the difference between a sponsor trip and a brand trip and who pays for everything? Okay. So a sponsor trip would mean that we were getting paid to be there. And we have done that with celebrities. So like essentially what happened was the first time we cruised with them, we negotiated and signed a contract for a certain amount of posts that we would do and stories that we would do, and then they would pay us. But they are still paying for, you know, the flights there as well as the cruise. So you're just kind of getting paid for the content you create on top of that. For a brand trip, we were essentially just going, they paid for our flights um, and the cruise itself. And then, you know, all the food and alcohol and all that are included, but we aren't getting paid on top of that. So there aren't any social, like social media obligations that we are tied to. However, like me and Kelly and Lex and Mandy, we all work really well with celebrity and it's easy to create content for them. So creating anything on top of that was not a huge ask. Um, it's also very easy because you're enjoying yourself and it's very organic. You just want to like create all the beautiful content that you can while you're there. Yeah. And we all have like our looks already done. So it's like, hello, why not? Court, you kind Always. of answered this, but Lex, when you go on brand trips, do you typically get paid to post or do you do it just to get content and to continue relationships? Like what's your sort of view on partnering with brands for travel? You do so, a lot of travel content. Yeah, we do a lot of travel content. So with the travel we were able to actually make that into a lot of sponsored work, but there are a lot of times where we actually just need somewhere to go and we'll get um, offers from hotels from around the world to go stay. And it's the same thing, paid flights, paid, you know, stipend because it's like not an all-inclusive resort. So they'll like, you know, give you like this amount of day, your, your free, your free night, whatever. Um, so when those happen, what I actually do is, then reach out to paid partnerships where I could shoot content. So let's say like swimwear, let's say, you know, anything that might do really well in that setting on that destination. So while like the trip is free, I try to find other ways to make money on the trip. Does that make sense? Yeah. Using different, inviting different partners. I'll be like, Hey, I have a really exciting uh, trip coming up for the cruise. I approached this swimwear brand. I was like, we're going to be shooting in you know, Belize, the Cayman. I'm going to, I can do some, all sorts of content that you want. Pick your, pick your poison. Let, like, let's talk rates. And so that essentially paid for, you know, like the Gucci bag I bought on the boat. So, <laughs> you know, and it's different things like that. So when it's a free, like brand trip, not a sponsor trip, I try to bring in other sponsors to shoot there in addition to the content that I work with for the hotel. Yeah. So I keep them separate, but like same, same, but separate. 
I feel like um, Chelsea of late was talking about this yesterday with Coachella. Like she foots her entire bill to Coachella, but then she pitches to brands that she's going to be at Coachella. So for those brands who don't have the budget to send somebody there, do all of their expenses paid for and do a paid post, it's a really smart way to get a brand in the setting that they might not be able to get in because of budget limitations. Exactly. And like with beaches, it's easy because like I still fulfill and go beyond for the hotels that are not paying, paying me, right. But paying for me to be there and we'll deliver, you know, X amount and more, but then on the side, then I'm able to also like geotag their location while it's still promoting, like, let's say the swimsuit, something that's non-competitive. Um, so I just feel like that's a really great way to almost even connect brands, connect, um, our brands as a whole, because we're not going to have a partner with anyone that we don't really believe in. So She's an international businesswoman. There we go, honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Court, what is one of the downsides or like the hardest parts of doing content creation on a brand trip? I think that's a great question. Generally, I don't feel like there's really too many issues. I mean, that's what you're there to be doing is to be creating content. So it's like, that's my job. So I can't really say that there's too many negatives. But I do think on a trip like the cruise trip, and we kind of br- briefly touched on this. It's hard because you're creating content every single day. And I think like body image wise, like, I don't know, Lex, if you have anything to add on to this, like some of those pictures, like as you're going with the days, you're like, oh my God, I look so great on day one. And then by day seven, I was like, we're not using like any of the thing content that we took. So I do think there's this part that people may not realize like on a content creator side is like, you are literally photographing every single moment of yourself on a trip or even like throughout life. And I think sometimes that can be really hard on our like mental health and the image that we have of ourselves, because in real life, like if we didn't do this as a job, we wouldn't have this many photos of just ourselves, obviously. So, I mean, I definitely went to this weird spiral yesterday where I was like looking back at pictures from the cruise and was like, oh my God, like, oh, that's not good. Like, oh, like, and you start to be like, wow, I was like working out so much going up to it. And then I just like, but then you have to go back into that. Like you can also treat it a little bit as vacation. So I don't know, Lex, if you have anything kind of that you wanted to add or agree with on that. Well, I just 100% agree. I think, you know, what's great about our work is like, it is something that kind of comes natural to us. Like we all kind of started because of our love of creating beautiful photos and dressing up and whatnot. Um, But I think what's great is we've all really kind of learned to embrace, you know, ourselves and being relatable. Um, I am not going to lie though. There are those um, videos uh, that David took of me dancing and I'm wearing that beautiful pink dress y'all gave me. And it is a skin tight dress, but it is on like the last night. And I had not had any alcohol for three weeks leading up to this trip and had been working out and lost nine pounds. And I swear, and it's not about the weight. It's just about, you know, yeah, like I needed to break from alcohol and like I needed to feel good. And then we went like balls to the wall, but that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be on vacation. But then looking at myself on that last night in these videos of me jumping around to like fit fast and I'm like going crazy. And, you know, I'm not worrying about sucking it in for the videos because like, that's just not who I am. But I looked at them and I was like, oh my God, oh my goodness. Like the difference, you know, over a week of just being on vacation really changes your body temporarily. It's more like of a bloating kind of thing, but 
it does get into your head. But since we've been back, I've been kind of getting back onto those healthier habits. Even though I wake up, I still feel like we're swaying sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I do completely agree. It's like you see yourself from day one. And it's like almost you get like you, you're like recording yourself on how the trip not takes a toll on you, but just traveling in general does, right? And then by the end, what you look like and I'm like, oh, okay. But you know what? I still shared it. I, I put yeah. it on stories and I said, you know, like I was, we were thriving, having the time of our lives. I was jumping up and down more than I have since like, I don't even know, like sixth grade dance floor parties. And I didn't really care because it was a moment that I shared with y'all that it like, you could just see pure joy. And I'm like, if people, that's what I want people to focus on, not how bloated I am. I love that. But it's funny just to add on to it. Like when I went to Aruba a couple months ago, that was like the first trip I've ever gone on that wasn't tied to any type of content creation. And well, not the first trip, but like, in a while. you know what I mean? And so I was just taking pictures when I felt really, really good. But when you go on these brand trips, you want to take pictures of literally everything and record everything because you want to do so well for the brand that suddenly you're putting yourself in position where you're like, I feel like dog shit. (laughs) I'm not feeling good about myself after however many days of drinking or whatever. And like you're posting all this content. And I think you like it's really easy to overanalyze it because you're looking back on it and you're like, I just want to do this for the brand and make them really, really happy with like all this, this content that we're making too. 100%. And I even, that's why I even say it like the B-roll footage, you know, like people taking videos of just being goofy, whatever. Like, I feel like when we're on sponsored or brand trips, like it is so important to keep that, that camera rolling yeah. so that when we come back, we have, everything to work with it's not like oh crap I wish I would have captured this moment like I kept my phone recording in like my aqua vault case when we were excursioning and it's so much footage of me going ah! like whatever but it actually comes in handy and so like it it is wild because I took a trip recently that wasn't like when I go to Park City that's not like sponsored work and it's nice to kind of sometimes just sit around in your sweats, no makeup, belly up, and not have to worry about the photo all the time. You know? I agree. Touche. But but when we're on a beautiful cruise like Celebrity, I want to take photos left and right. I wish this (laughs) podcast was sponsored by Celebrity. Celebrity. (laughs) Hey, Celebrity. Ding, ding. (laughs) We're ready to go again. We're ready to set sail again. We are ready to set sail. Okay, so off of that, um, little moment that we just had. Lex, tell me what your favorite part overall of the entire cruise was. Okay. Well, I had a lot of favorite parts and we asked me this on the second last night and I started sobbing. Oh my God. I forgot. (laughs) I'm not going to cry right now, but I'm cheering up. (laughs) Um, here we go. My favorite part is that I got to spend time with y'all again. Um, and I think y'all became such an important part of my life and I've missed y'all every day and like traveling has really like been so crazy. So it's so hard to keep up all the time, especially as adults, even though we have our group texts that we always talk on. So my favorite part was being with all of y'all, being with the significant others. It was 
also meeting Mandy and or meeting Brian like officially, like I think we're kindred spirits. And Mandy and I have been friends, but we've never gotten to hang out that much. So making another really special adult friendship was really, really incredible to me. And I think um, so my cheesy answer is that that I it just I had the time in my life kind of just it, it just felt like no time has ever passed whenever we're back together. And that's what I love so much. Um, but then my other favorite part was zip lining in Belize. <laughs> One word, zip lining. I just <laughs> saw those those stories on your Instagram. You guys have to go check it out if you put it in a highlight or something. It was so funny what you just posted. I have to ask Kelly if she has an exact moment. Like, I mean, it doesn't maybe have to be your favorite part, but maybe like this exact moment of the yes. cruise that stuck out. I will remember this moment for the rest of my life. And here it is. I have never laughed so fucking hard. It was like night, I think night two, and we were in the club and Johnny's dead bugging on the ground. Lex goes over to him. Dead bugging is like when you're on your back on the dance floor and you're like, your extremities are just flailing. Lex goes up to him, starts giving him fake CPR. That doesn't work. So then Courtney goes up to him, grabs his legs and starts dragging him around the dance floor in an all white outfit, mind you. So I'm like, oh my God, I swear to God, I was peeing in my pants. I haven't laughed that hard in so long. And it didn't last for just three seconds. It went on for like a minute. And those cruise directors better thank us for that free entertainment. (laughs) Honestly, Courtney, I was so impressed. I mean, I know you're strong, but like you were kept going and you were wearing heels. I was like, oh my God. I was dry heaving. I was laughing so hard. I think when I drink, I gra- I get super strength. Like you become like woman hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just had so many amazing memories. I really do want to say to anybody listening, if you're looking for a trip to go on with a group, and I actually just had this conversation with one of my girlfriends who's like traveled at this age with a group, but in Europe, and she was like, "Oh my god, that just sounds wonderful!" Like. It's just very easy, I guess, with cruises in that you don't have to all have to have lunch together every day. It's everybody's on their own time, could do what they want, but you can all meet up for dinner or, you know, have a night together. But it's just so, so much less stressful because I can't imagine doing like a huge trip to Europe when you can just like get on a cruise ship and kind of have everything planned for you. It's like adult camp. Honestly, it's like adult summer camp. And like you get to opt in, opt out of whatever you want. And it was just the best way to like party with your best friend. I agree. So I definitely think uh, my mom and I just talked today and she said, we ha- you have to book your cruises for 2024 20- right now, a year in advance because all the millennials are um, taking over the cruise line. So make sure to book um, celebrity. We definitely highly recommend Europe, the Caribbean. You can go anywhere. Wait, Court, do you have a specific moment or like a really lappy moment? Oh my gosh. I think that I loved. Okay. I know that the sushi dinner was controversial, but doing, <laughs> doing rosebud and thorn was one of my favorite moments that really sticks out because I feel like we all just giggled and laughed. And I loved hearing everybody else's favorite moments yeah. and all kind of sharing that. And like, gosh, we just had so much fun and the food and all of that too. Like just everything, like the late night. Everybody was very appreciative, which is a nice, is nice to travel with the group when everybody's appreciative. 
it's really nice to travel with a group that's appreciative, but also like positive, like, yeah. you know, no one ever brings the energy down or is like, you know, see or complains, I, you know, that I guess that's just appreciative. Like, I feel like sometimes influencers can be known to be a little bit high maintenance or, you know, have very high standards. And I mean, Apex, I mean, celebrity, Apex celebrity in general just goes above and beyond. So there's quite literally nothing you can complain about, but like, I feel like as a group, we all just have really great positive energy and always find the silver lining to anything. Oh, we are awesome. I know. We're really great. (laughs) Norwals. That was so well put. Wait, I think one of my favorite things was Courtney running around for swimming Olympics as a a pool shark. Oh my God. That was so fun. That was another time I've never laughed so hard. They just like have all this shit planned for you. So obviously like Courtney's doing the pool Olympics and I'm sitting there drinking a glass of champagne, just enjoying that free entertainment once again. It was incredible. I I feel like that hits our personalities like almost to a T. (laughs) That's amazing. Okay, well, now that we did a whole sponsored segment by celebrity, but not really. (laughs) A non-sponsored segment. Yeah, like, what the hell? Um, Let's switch over to some pop culture updates. God, we need to put a sting in there. That'd be a good little sting. Okay. Has the Sophia Ritchie wedding been all over your TikTok? Obviously. Yes. Obviously. So she has been dubbed the new it girl after her star-studded wedding in the south of France this past weekend to Elliot Grange. Um, He, shoot, I looked up his kind of like lineage and now I forget about it. I think he comes from also music royalty. So obviously Lionel Richie is Sophia's dad. Um, Her stepsister is Nicole Richie. And then sister-in-law is Cameron Diaz. So quite the fam bam. Quite the family quite the family. Um, but I just feel like she really hit the nail on the head this weekend with her. She started a TikTok the second she goes to, to the South of France and starts doing her get ready with, get, get ready with me's a la Alex Earl. Yeah. Like I honestly, last I heard before this guy, she was like with Scott Disick. So I was like, yeah. Whoa, you really, you really quiet. Like you did well, you really like won in this scenario. But I think I've been seeing so much about her veil and the style of the veil, the teardrop veil, and how that's going to be the next thing for all weddings to come. Like, I was blown away just by every detail that she wore. I didn't know that that was her style, honestly. I didn't follow her that closely. And now I'm, like, invested. It's so wild to see her style when she was with Scott. And then now, like, when she was with Scott, she looked like a Kardashian. Also kind of crazy that none of the Kardashians attended. Like, she used to be best friends with Kylie and that whole squad, and none of them were there, which is very interesting. But people are saying this wedding has ushered in the new quiet luxury style, aka, like, old money or stealth wealth, which is, like, really classic timeless fashion, like, Chanel was her sponsor of the weekend versus super trendy pieces. I mean, look, do we all want to look like that? (laughs) Yes. Can we? No. But I think there's ways to kind of like, like look for less with all of the pieces that she wore this week. It was like very timeless looking. Yeah. Because I mean, they're all such classic pieces, you know? So I feel like they're pretty easy to find in definitely like it's thrifting. I mean, you're definitely going to be able to find 
those pieces again because those are classic they've been throughout all the decades of fashion so um i think you could really emulate that same kind of vibe and look if you just follow chelsea as of late and learn how to really freaking thrift (laughs) wow she should also sponsor the podcast (laughs) (laughs) my only two thoughts on the wedding are okay so when i saw the veil i had regrets because I didn't have a veil. And then I was like, oh my God, I really did regret not doing it. So that I had like like a little sadness for a second because I loved hers, but I do agree that that will be a trend. Like that will be the trend going into um, 2024 brides. But my second thought was that I saw this TikTok and it explained it so well. Sophia's Sophia Richie's wedding was everything Kris Jenner wanted Kourtney Kardashian's wedding to be the press that it's getting the like wedding, the, the trends that it's creating within the wedding industry that she did just from this weekend, like Kourtney Kardashian's wedding special was a bore. Like I didn't, I didn't even care. know it came out. Yeah. I didn't nobody watch cares. It. Yeah. Nobody cares. But I completely agree with you. I saw the same TikTok and I like LOL very, very hard. Because it, it is receiving so much press and that is exactly what they thought. And she thought, I feel like they thought they were doing the classic, very, you know, like lace, Dolce Gabbana look and thought, but they kind of took it to a, a very different level where this was seriously classy AF, like above it and beyond. feels non-contrived. Uh, 100%. And also I'm dead that Octopus 3 was there. What's his name? <laughs> Octa- Octopussy. I was like, Octopus. this guy just started making TikToks like two months ago and is at Sophia Richie's wedding. Kyle and I talked for a while about that. The rehearsal dinner, oh, he did tense up and there's Lionel Richie behind him like tense up. Also, I, I tanned. Can you guys tell on my hands? So you, you can, t- <laughs> you look, you can you tell look, on my tentacles. You look beautiful. You look beautiful, honey. <laughs> Oh my God, but it was one for the decade. So you can see it all over TikTok, all over Instagram. But I really do think a new trend is coming because of this weekend. Yeah, and it like the classiness of it felt almost effortless, even though we know a lot of effort went into that wedding, but it almost gave you that like effortless breath. I don't know, it's, it, they nailed it. Nailed it. They did. Nailed it. All As right. Style stars, they nailed style it. Stars. They nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Look what we're all wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Okay, guys, now on to our favorite subject ever. It is time to chat Vanderpump. I can't. Court, take us down. <laughs> oh my God. I, so it is Wednesday as we're recording this, and I'm so excited for the new episode tonight because the last episode was when we started to actually see. The wheels start to turn in a few of the cast members that something is a little off. My favorite part of the entire thing is that Allie, the newest cast member to Vanderpump Rules, who is dating James, was the whistleblower on the entire thing. She saw them dancing. She thought that was weird. She brought that information to the best person Katie. you could bring it to. No, she brought it to Lala. Then oh, Lala she- brought it to Katie. But- the best person you can bring it to because they are going to spread that around to all the group. And wow, we are just in an era of reality television right now with rea- with Vanderpump Rules that will never be duplicated. Never. Absolutely. We, this is game changing. We're in we're in the golden area area. We're in the golden era of Vanderpump Rules. It's truly incredible. But I do have to say, and I know we talked about this briefly on the cruise. Look, 
Do I condone the actions of Scandaval, of Tom and Rachel? No, absolutely not. Do I feel the electricity between them? I hate to say it, but I feel it. <laughs> it's it's palpable through the screen. I mean, my little sister was here and we were watching it Saturday night together and she does not keep up, knows nothing about them. And she saw the Tom and Ariana react or interaction. And then she saw the Tom and Raquel interaction. And she was like, holy cow. Like, not that any of this is condoned, but you can kind of already see it's it's clear something's already happening because yes. the chemistry is so apparent between the two. Lisa Vanderpump picked up on it in a millisecond. Yeah, I you can see it, but I think for me, it makes me like so grossed out that I'm like skis out by it. Do you remember that scene? Of, I think they're at um, Sheena's at like wedding or after party and he comes up. He's like, Raquel, Raquel, Raquel. I literally like I had to mute it. I was like, I can't. I don't know how Ariana put up with you for nine years. I was like, this bitch is fucking living her best life now. And it's like free of anxiety. And I'm like, yeah, because of Tom. Yeah. Like when I watch him and Raquel even have chemistry, I'm like, it, it, it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. They just came out with never before scenes, never before seen scenes of the three of them in a hot tub, Ariana, Tom, and Raquel. I... Like, I wanted to crawl out of my skin. It's so cringy. And, like, the evilness. I think that Tom was getting off on the sneaking around. Like, that sure. was the best part for him, which is, like, why I think this – it felt so electric because it was electric because of how how many lies and, like, it was just so – gross but I do have to say I was watching this episode I can't even remember the part and I was like in the little gym walking on my treadmill on celebrity cruises Ooh. and I laughed out loud when James Kennedy I can't even remember what he said but he said something I was like what like he's so fucking hilarious the guy's he's hilarious wild he's unhinged but I love it <laughs> I love it yeah. I am like Shook. Okay, so I watched Vanderpump from like the beginning. Took a little breather. You know, it's been on for like nine seasons. And then I kind of came back this season and then this drama dropped. And I've been catching up on it all. And I I remember like the last season I had watched of Raquel. She had her like long, or Rachel, whatever. Her long blonde hair, you know, was like not the Raquel we see today. And I'm like, when I saw her and like all this exploded, I was like, wait, no, no, that's not Raquel. Like, I'm so confused. And she's completely transformed. And I'm yeah, like, she looks very different. I didn't know this. Sorry, but bitch had it in her. She was just this like quiet little mousy girl that would just was like literally up next to James and just like, James, maybe you shouldn't drink, you know, like, blah. like what's a balcony or something. And now she's like having a full blown affair and super evil, like, conniving like that is actually to sit there and tell someone that they would be there for them and befriend them as their best friend and be doing this all at the same time it's evil. some sort of like evil in I, I can't even pronounce it I, I can't even explain it, it it's sick. beyond me it's sick it's sickening and now she's in a mental institution yeah she I is. don't know what y'all thought PR <laughs> thoughts are on that but I'm like confused I'm like I, I hope I mean, she's getting help. I feel like if I was her PR, 
that is quite literally the only place she could be right now to try and fix her image. There's nothing else she can do except to say that she was mentally ill during this whole process. I mean, yeah, I think she had, I think she is though. Don't you think to be able to do that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney. <laughs> Courtney's like, yeah. I feel, I just am like shook. Cause like I said, I took a couple of like seasons breaks and all of a sudden Raquel is like, the star of the show. Well, actually, I know. Nobody saw that on. coming. And I, I was shook. I didn't know that she had it in her. But I mean, we all knew Tom did. He was cheating on Kristen from the beginning. We all have known Tom is just a jealous skis ball. Yeah. So Lex, I wasn't. Who's, who's your favorite character out of the whole, out of all of Vanderpump rules? Like you can go back to the Stassi's and the Jacks and include them too. Definitely not Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I've always loved Saucy. I love um, Katie. Um, I, I've always loved Katie. I think Katie is real. And I've actually gotten the pleasure of going on a trip with Katie and that. getting to know her. She's truly just a real and a great person. Um, and especially seeing her come out of this divorce and seeing how Tom's or Schwartz like gaslights her and like really just like kind of fucks with her and she's strong enough to like have withstood that and then get herself out of it. I have a lot of respect for her. I love that. I think she's having such a redeeming season and we are truly as fans getting to see that Schwartz was awful and how she stayed with him for the amount of time, you know, they were together 12 years is mind blowing. 100%. And I think Stassi, I, I miss Stassi. Stassi was great. Like she was reality queen. She's so funny. She's, she's hilarious. She's the best. I'm glad she's back on tour, which yeah, you could probably get tickets to. We'll leave a little link in our link in our show notes. Oh, and nice. I love Ariana. Jeez, I like I love Ariana. I mean, I'm so happy Ariana's thriving right now. Like all the deals she's getting, I can't. I'm going to be watching Dance Stars 100. Oh, did she officially sign on? I thought so. I oh, think on TikTok. My mom said that my mom is queen of dancing with stars said that she's on. So yeah, I, I mean, I've always loved it. So it will be fun to watch her, but yeah, she's thriving. She's going in the white house. So I think we're all just so happy. That's such a funny sentence. Wait, she's going, she's to, going to the white house. She's going to the white house, white house press press. What's it called? The white house press event. Oh my God. What the I, hell is that called? I don't know why I'm blinking right now. It's like a really fun event. Yeah. She's going with Lisa. Oh, yeah. and we're I going to, that. and we're going to cover it on so random. <laughs> we got invited as White House press. <laughs> Can I be your plus one, please? Yes, definitely. <laughs> oh okay. my God. So fun. So fun. Um, The other thing that's so fun that we're watching right now, which is not Bravo related. It's actually on whatever that thing is called, but you can watch it on Amazon. It's called Jury Duty. So that's oh. the one with the hot actor. That looks like Prince Charming. What's his that, name? That was Prince Charming, James he Marston. Char James Marston, yeah. And Enchanted. But it's basically this really well-thought-out version of Punked, you know, MTV's Punked with Ashton Kutcher. But it, like, follows the workings of a jury trial through the eyes of this guy named Ronald, who's totally unaware that the entire cast are actors and the entire case they're trying is fake. And this man puts my faith back in humanity. So I actually watched a different breakdown of how they did it, but 
they came up with tons of scripts of like how a scenario should scenario mm -hmm. should go, but there's actually no dialogue within the script. So it's all improv actors, which I actually wish they'd come out with more behind the scenes of how the show was created because it's so well thought out that like the amount of organization and production value that has to go into a show like that is so insane. I think that they will. So none of them suspected the show was going to blow up like this. Like it's literally not even on Amazon prime. It's on like this other version of it. And then James Marsden was just on chicks in the office barstools podcast. And he was just like, it's shocking. I mean, people are talking about him getting an Emmy and other of the improv actors, like getting Emmys for their roles in the show. So I think, I hope I just saw that they had a huge event at Margaritaville in Los Angeles last night, um, promoting the show. So I do think press is like really going to pick up and we'll get to see a little bit more because I agree the behind the scenes, especially there is a part in the show where they're all at the Margaritaville in LA, but they were not allowed. Any of the actors are not allowed to order a drink unless he does. So they have all these scenes of them keep asking Ronald, the, the only guy that doesn't know like, Hey, what are you ordering? And they're like, Oh, you order first, you order first. And he finally orders like a mango margarita. And then you could see all the actors in the background <laughs> starting to cheer because they could order their drink finally. So it was a really cool, like TikTok kind of scene, the behind the scenes, but I do think we'll get to see more now that like the show has truly like taken off court the one scene that I'm dying where I know everybody in the background you have to rewatch it because everybody is breaking and I'm just crying thinking about it is when that guy's on the stand and he's like oh yeah I got caught masturbating at the grove <laughs> and somebody goes oh and then she was like you know the one girl in the jury she was like he was masturbating his penile at the grove theater and everybody just starts breaking it's so fucking funny. I have to watch this show. Lex, you will love it. It's such an easy watch, like right before bed. It's so, so good. Well, okay. We're going to hop into our last segment of today. So we end our episodes with just little things that we're loving right now. If it's a product or a restaurant or, you know, just something in general that is like really tickling our fancy. So Kelly, you start. So what's tickling my pickle this week is apothecary take the edge off. They sent us like all these little tinctures and powders. I put all of the powders like lion's mane and focus and my morning smoothies. And then at night I take the, take the edge off tink tinker and it's supposed to be tinker. Tincture. Tincture. <laughs> I was like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> tinker. It's like T I N C T U R E. Tincture. Tincture. I put it's like a white wine alternative and you drink like a glass of that as opposed to wine at night to kind of wind down. I think it works like I calm down, but I also trick my brain into things. So I'm not really sure, but it's working for me. I love that. And my only thing is I did three last night, three drops, three like full drops. And I was feeling weird. Like I thought I was sick. I made Kyle go get the thermometer. Cause like so I would just say dosage yourself like really small to start and then go from there because it was interesting. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. But what I am loving is something from kind of the cruise because um, we are all big sunscreen girls. So I was trying the Bliss Tinted Facial Sunscreen and 
work like a charm. I got a little like tan, but no sunburn at all on my face. I cannot say the same about my body, but my face at least was protected and it's tinted. So your makeup goes really nicely um, over top. Well, the funny thing is, it's just like, I had, you know, I know you'll do this. I had also thought of my things and they actually like, I thought of three. Can I do three? Yeah. You can do as many okay, cool. as you want. Okay. But it's weird because it kind of falls in line with two of what y'all have been talking about. So as I mentioned before the cruise, I took like about a three week break from alcohol and that's probably the longest break I've taken from alcohol since I started drinking alcohol, which we will not disclose. So we, I, I think we felt, just did. Oh, <laughs> like, the, like the age. Got it. Um, so I uh, felt really, really great. And I started looking for different alternatives instead of, you know, cause you get a little bored of just like water. Right. So I started looking into like, not that I felt like I needed to have like a drink in my hand, but something that just tasted good. Um, so Katy Perry came out with her non-alcoholic wine brand that's called Desoy. And I would do that and put like a LaCroix limoncello on it or a, what are those? A Spindrift. Love Spindrift. And kind of add like a bitter to it or anything and put some ice and drink it out of a fancy glass. And that made me feel like I was drinking maybe like a little spritz or something. So kind of finding the alcohol alternatives has like a mocktail has been making me really feel good. Even at night, just instead of having a glass of wine resulting to something like that. My second favorite thing that I've been loving is for big skincare girlies, um, Dime Beauty's face supplement. It's like this TBT like serum supplement that you put on your tongue. It tastes really, really good. And I take a lot of vitamins throughout my day in the morning and at night. So it's kind of nice to eliminate another pill and use it just kind of like as a tincture. And I've seen an improvement in my skin drastically. And like, I didn't wash, like, wash my face at night on that cruise ship because we'd <laughs> that's just the, go. That's what the ocean like, is for. Yeah. You know, you just crash, you know, with all the makeup on and I'd wake up, wash my face. And then use this tincture and like, honestly, I never broke out. So it was great. Um, (laughs) You guys, the drinking game of this episode is every time we say tincture. 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 (laughs) And my third one is my favorite swimsuit brand or one of my favorite swimsuit brands is Riot Swim. No matter how bloated I felt, no matter what kind of like state I'm in, if I'm not tan, if I'm, you know, just feeling uncomfortable, her swimsuits make me feel sexy at all times so getting to wear riot as much as we got to on that cruise um it's just a swimwear brand it's um you know woman owned uh and it's it's just a brand that I really align with and I feel sexy when I wear it I will say my mom called me and she was like (laughs) just so you know my coworker Sarah wanted Lex to know that she looks better in one of the swimsuits that you wore than she saw online in an ad. I guess her coworker Sarah like followed along com- with follows all of us, and she was like on one of their work calls this morning. She was like, "I just want Lex to know that she looks better in that than the model does." And oh, so you got to send it to them. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, "Which suit was it?" And so my mom was like having trouble explaining. I'll just need to ask her when we get home. I'll you show her look, photos. You look great in those suits, but we'll link all of this in the show notes. Also, Lex, you mentioned earlier about that waterproof case. So we can link that in the show notes too, because I think that's super helpful to have on a trip 
especially when you're spelunking like we did. Yeah. And it like floats and it bounces. So if you drop the phone, it's all going to be okay. And I drop my phone all the time. (laughs) Wow, guys. I think we did it. We did it, guys. Oh, man. I'm so sad. But make sure if you are following along to rate, review, and subscribe and check in every about two weeks for new episodes. We hope you guys love this one. So please leave a little note if you loved it.